0: What up, Snapback fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, the NBA season schedule has been released. What does that mean for the Pelicans and Grizzlies? What does that mean for July 30th and Abe happiness? It means a lot, just to give you a little hint. Then we hit the Monday mailbag, which has some great questions about the NBA, the the what-the-hell internet graphic of the week. And then we're closing with some fun story time that I promise you you're going to want to be around for so hit the subscribe button if you're on apple Podcasts. hit the follow button if you're on spotify and stick with us for this journey snapback fam new app. The Baltimore let's Ravens get it
1: select lamar jackson i'm a rave his own all year
0: every year jackson jackson himself oh he broke his ankles what up fam i'm your host jack settleman from snapback sports joining me today and as always my co-host and longtime best friend abe granoff abe what is on your mind today
1: it's not really what's on my mind it's really like what my body is feeling i'm I'm currently (laughs) at a last last minute change of events before we hit record um i had to get out of my house and so i'm currently recording from my grandmother's bedroom smells like old people uh she's getting up there in age uh you're on the road too
0: somehow this pod you're always like shitting on your mom or grandmother at the beginning I didn't, it's not
1: shitting on them like no remember the, the end that of my... last
0: episode you were literally like yeah she's old deal with it whatever i don't understand like facts are facts, <laughs> facts like, you can't argue facts. with that she's she is old. I'm not going
1: to. is old. Yeah. Well, it's okay old. when I say it. All
0: right. All <laughs> right. Don't come at your grandmother. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the NBA, I owe my good friend, George Campbell, who I played soccer with. He DM'd me. He's a, he's an avid listener of the pod, And he said, Jack, listen, I love the pod. You know, I do. I listen all the time, but stop talking about the Knicks. I don't care about the Knicks. They're not going to play out the what the hell internet graphic. Don't relate it to the Knicks. And where's the soccer talk? So, obviously, we're on big hiatus, and we didn't have much sports talk at all. But big soccer event happened. Liverpool wins their first ever Premier League title. They've now won pretty much every trophy they could win. Champions League last May, Premier League, some in between. And they were dominant this season. They were the best team in the Premier League, obviously, but by a wide stretch. And... I mean, they didn't go undefeated like that Arsenal team did, but they were up there for one of the greatest teams of all time. Did you Do you watch any Liverpool soccer?
1: No. But yeah. if there's one thing to gain from this, it's that LeBron has earned his fourth championship ring as a part <laughs> owner of the Liverpool Football Club. It's just you look at the resumes between him and Jordan, right? The basketball. Sure, Jordan has the rings, but we all know LeBron's a better player. And as an owner, Jordan is one of the worst executives in basketball. That's a fact. He paid Nick Batum, God knows how much money. He was nice back in the day. He paid Terry Rozier (laughs) a, a double max. I mean... MJ, I've said it before. MJ is the MJ of bad executives, and LeBron is what three years into being an executive, and he already has an EPL title. Are you I don't know about
0: me? an executive. He put a nice investment, and it's made, made a nice ROI. And also, congrats to LeBron on the hundred million dollar investment him and Mav Carter got. He's inspirational. You saw my comment on his post. He he really is the king off the court. On the court and on the I pitch. Used. On the pitch as well. So congrats to Liverpool on their first Premier League title. Incredible team. Champions League comes back. So Georgie, we will have more soccer content for you in the coming months. Now to the real sports.
1: But no, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm having trouble thinking about, like, if you made me pick one that we had to have a 10-minute segment about every mm-hmm. week between the Knicks and what's going on in soccer... Mm-hmm. and I had to pick between the two, like, I, I actually have no idea. Both are, like, pull, <laughs> both are like pulling teeth for me.
0: No, nah, the Knicks are entertaining. I mean, so is
1: Soccer. Dude,
0: Alonzo Trier. I know. All right, this is the problem. People don't want to hear my breakdown of the Knicks. Maybe I'll just start a Knicks pod for Well, he's us. a free
1: – we can get – actually, that'll
0: go into our Monday mailbag yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. But we are going to start off with the NBA schedule mm-hmm. has been released. July thirtieth is the return of the NBA. Night one will be is a hilarious matchup. They put the Pelicans, so Zion, who they're so clearly trying to get into the playoffs, so against <laughs> against the Jazz, who I mean they they started this whole thing. They've had problems throughout. They've had players say I'm not going to play. So they said, you know what? Let's just slap them on TV. Everyone's going to root for Zion and the Pelicans to win, and then. The finale of the night, the the second game of the doubleheader is LeBron, Kawhi, Clippers versus Lakers. Your first thoughts
1: on what we've got. Way more excited for the Utah Pelicans game than I am for the Clippers-Lakers. Listen, hear me out. And it actually is my same thought about all of the seeding games in general. The Lakers-Clippers playing on opening night, yeah, it's cool because we haven't had basketball in a while and it's the two top teams but let's not act like they really, really care about winning these games, right? It's just tune-up, especially for the Lakers and Clippers that are more so the Lakers that are kind of solidified as that one seed. Yeah, They're Lakers just trying to, get need their to win chemistry. Three, of, three of eight to lock the one. Three of eight to lock the one. Yes, I don't know yes. their other seven games exactly, but if you think that you're getting Clippers-Lakers that you did right before COVID, you're out of your mind. This is just a tune-up game. It's essentially a scrimmage, in my opinion. That's why I look all around these games. These big teams, it's cool to see them play. But I I said it before, I don't think they're going to go all out. Whereas, you're watching the Pelicans and you're watching the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz are a reality TV show for these eight games and the playoffs. Hopefully, Gobert and Donovan Mitchell get into it on the court. And then you have Zion. I already see myself, and I know you will too. We're both going to bet on the Pelicans that night. We're both going to lose because the entire world's going to bet on the Pelicans. The Jazz are going to win that game
0: by at least 20 points yeah, like at no least doubt. 20
1: points. So, People forget the Pelicans just aren't good.
0: The Pelicans have been better with Zion and they were, they were really good after the All-Star break which didn't go on for that long but they were they were playing really good basketball. I think your point makes a lot of sense. It is interesting though because we're in agreement I don't know if we're if I'm going to say they're not going to be trying Lakers Clippers. You're not going to get that intensity that you did. But then you're going to look the game right before it and expect that intensity. Like, you really are – because that is a playoff game for the Pelicans. Every game they play is going to be meaningful. So look to Pelicans game number two, which is even more intriguing for this conversation. They then play the Clippers, right? So while the Lakers still need to win three games, the Clippers are pretty much as locked into the two seed, right? Or, or maybe they're actually fighting with the Nuggets. We'll look at the standings, but – they, I don't think it matters to them. The two versus the three; those seedings don't matter. So, yeah,
1: because it's, there's no home court advantage. Right.
0: So, to your point, will it be Pelicans going all out and Clippers just working on their chemistry and getting back to playing together? We'll, we'll wait and see. So,
1: the Clippers are a game and a half up on Denver right now. They're three and a half games up on Utahs, the four seed. You don't you obviously don't really see them dropping Utah making that big of a jump and, and mm-hmm. jumping up. I mean they're a game and a half behind Denver, but regardless, you're right. The Clippers, they're fine with the two, they're fine with the three. I think in these initial games with these big players, like LeBron, A. D. Kawhi, PG, I mean Kawhi already does it, but they're all gonna be on minutes restrictions, right? You have to imagine. Yeah. I mean, you have you have he who shall not be named on this podcast, bitching about soft tissue injuries and how p bev
0: coming back at him saying, Yeah, thank
1: god i mean Pepev yeah. bev not my guy but if you go at that guy he who shall never be named on this podcast then you're We
0: still never told the fam why we hate jerry dudley
1: you know what <laughs> fuck it i think so, it's time so fam so right when covid started um this is actually a really good story right when covid started we started pretty much just spamming athletes trying to get them on the pod that's when we had miles turner on that's when we had jay williams that's when we had cj yada yada yada. yeah 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 so flaunt that
0: flaunt that guest list
1: so amongst many other elite superstar <laughs> athletes um so this guy we reach out to jared dudley just like shooting our shot why not it's jared dudley he likes to be a presence on social media he's like yeah i'd love to come on Jack and I are like, dope, we're hype about it. Jared Dudley, like, why are we hype about Jared Dudley? Like, I was going to give him a little shit about the whole Ben Simmons thing from last year. Had a whole plan. And uh, I think it's a Friday afternoon, if I remember correctly. Locked in my apartment during quarantine. And I'm texting Jack, when are we doing this? And Jack says, he wants to move it back an hour or something. Fine. Fine with me. Then Jack and I are texting... Oh no 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 we originally got on the mic and we're waiting for him. We set a time and he didn't show. So then we reach back out and he goes, Can you give me an hour and a half? I'm watching this game. So I'm like, wait a second. They just cancelled the NBA. There's no sports going on. What game is he watching? So Jack and I flip through the channels that are on also, TV. And we
0: found on his Twitter he's tweeting about. Oh, he's live know.
1: tweeting a game. Turns out this Fucking bozo, who averages 1.2 points per game that Jack and I are waiting for, is watching a game on ESPNU from 17 years ago when he had hair. Now he's just a bald he loser. Had
0: cornrows, which was cornrows. Nuts.
1: He's watching an old game of his college where he knows the result. It was Boston College versus UNC in like the ACC tournament or whatever. He happened to have one of his maybe three good games in his basketball career. That's including wreck in high school. And he's watching it and live tweeting it as if it's going on now and as if people are watching it. So, this guy ditches us for this game that happened 45 years ago because he's God knows how old. And now I hate Jared Dudley because of it.
0: So, Abe, <laughs> I feel like, has really embodied the F. Jared Dudley mentality. Oh, I wanted, to,
1: I was ready to sell merchandise. After right. That
0: Abe day. wanted to make merch and everything. Well, I also had dinner
1: plans. Like, he was ruining everything. I, so,.
0: On top of it, so then the game finishes, and we hit him up, and no answer, just reads it. Which is, that part to me was just like, alright, at least say, you know, I I don't want to do it, or something. We wait around for Jared Dudley for three hours, which I think it's less about F. Jared Dudley, more about, like, we're mad at ourselves that we waited on Jared Dudley for three hours.
1: I'll never forget when you texted me, Jack, and we're, we're like, waiting around an hour and a half for this freaking game to end. You're watching it. You're watching. It was, a me, good you game. it was a good game. And you text me, Are we wait, I just looked up Jared Dudley's stats. Are we really waiting for this guy who averages one point four points per game? <laughs> Maybe we had some good guests and we let our ego go to us about it, but I don't even I'll never accept Jared Dudley on this pod ever again.
0: On top of that, I don't even know if you know the story. So then I get a DM like two months later, after not hearing from him, and he says, Yo, just got out of What do you say, Instagram. you up? No, he said, yo, just got on Instagram. Will you shout out my Instagram? You fucking wish. I'm like, yeah, bro. Give me a second. I got you. Give me a second. So I made a burner, and it's F Jared Dudley, and I gave it a big shout out.
1: Yeah, I shouted him out by spray painting the dumpster in my development. (laughs) Fuck Jared Dudley. All
0: right, anyways, that is our Jared Dudley story. I actually don't really hate Jared Dudley, but I I think it is funny. He fully, fully does. it sucks because he's on. on the Lakers.
1: I know with your and boy, I'm gonna have to root for him to boy. get a ring if the Sixers get bounced.
0: Yeah, so continuing on with the schedule, we want to talk about really if we're in agreement that these teams aren't going to be pushing for the two or the three or whatever. What's really intriguing is the eight seed, and unfortunately for the Kings, Spurs, and Blazers, uh, apparently the only two teams in the running are the Wizard are the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. So. The Grizzlies got the tough schedule and the Pelicans got the cakewalk. So the first two games we discussed Jazz and Clippers, but their final six, they play the Grizz and then they go Kings, Wizards, Spurs, Kings, Magic. So one playoff team or two playoff teams in that final six and the two are the eight seeds in each conference. So we were joking that the NBA is pushing for it. I gave a whole speech on how there's no chance that they could catch him now there's no doubt in my mind that the Pelicans will be in a play in game opportunity against the Grizzlies. Cause remember it's that four games back uh, or three games back, whatever it is, all they have to do is pretty much move up a half game. The question is now, can the Blazers push ahead of them? Can other teams push ahead of them? I think we're going to get Pelicans playing the Grizzlies twice for the eight seed, which I would take the Grizzlies. I think beating them twice would be tough, but I think we're getting that play-in game, and those TV ratings are going to be
1: special. So there's four teams that are in the running for the eight seed you just named. Only one of them has a player on their team who's an all-NBA caliber player, and nobody is talking about the Portland Trailblazers. Not to mention they have a snapback fan member, CJ McCollum, who, after checking the stats, he's not too bad at basketball either.
0: He's a bucket.
1: Yeah, he's a certified bucket. They're getting Nurkic back. They're getting, Are they getting Zach Collins back? It's up in the air. Yeah, I think he's still doing his hair. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, people are only talking about the Grizzlies and Pelicans, and rightfully so. They're the two young. Yeah, I mean, the Grizzlies are being talked about because they're locked in right now, and the Pelicans mm-hmm. are being locked in, are being talked about because they have Zion. But, I mean, I oh, was wait, like... Oh, wait, the
0: Suns are also in the... I forgot about them even being in the restart. The Suns, yeah, never mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Debooked though, yeah. to the Garden. It's Who the knows? Garden. Um... I'd be way more afraid of Portland than any of these other teams. Let's not forget that these teams, I'm a firm believer that nothing had happened before COVID matters anymore. These teams were still winning at a forty four percent rate. These aren't good basketball teams. Correct. Like they're all gonna go like
0: well I think the, but the, this the, is, the best these,
1: team will go maybe six and two. I'll maybe five you, and i I'll give
0: you because I hear it every day on Snapback, Snapchat, I hear it from the fans of these teams and they're like, Well when Zion was playing, we're above five hundred team. When we're not injured, the Blazers were in the Western Conference Finals. That's fine. I get the logic, but I agree. You're, a, you're winning games at 44% clip. Like, it's not like you're just going to be unbelievable. And on top of that, besides the Pelicans, the rest of these teams have to go and play the top teams in the West. Now, will they be as motivated? That's definitely up in the air. Not
1: to mention, these, teams, these guys are like, um, yeah, we were playing great with Zion. Dude, your players haven't played together for three months, and this is a rookie. This isn't a team that's been together for a while. They brought JJ Redick in last year. Zion just got added. They brought Zoe in. They brought Brandon Ingram. In. These guys essentially have to learn how to play with each other again. I mean, if I'm Alvin Gentry, it's just give the ball to Zion in the post and just let the other team worry about it. He's, he's not really an elite post player at this point in his career, though. That's not where he's scoring a ton. Uh, of you, his mean, you mean? In the first what fourteen games of his career? How many games did he play yes. before COVID? That's,
0: no, but that's my point is we he's not an elite post player. No, he's he's, he's scoring fucking, off dunks and cuts, and he's just, and and, <laughs> he's just yeah, an he absolute unit. unit. So someone got pissed off online, and I tried to find the tweet in preparation. I believe it was De'Aaron Fox. If someone wants to quote me, if I'm wrong, but De'Aaron Fox said because someone posted a tweet saying which team's gonna make it. Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Pelicans. And Fox said... Oh, he got
1: his feelings hurt. I
0: guess... Well, he made an interesting point. He said, oh, I guess they forgot about us. We're currently tied with... He didn't tweet it like this, but I'm summarizing. Tied with the Pelicans, and they've beaten the Grizzlies and Trailblazers uh, this season. Like, they have better records against them. So, uh, I guess the Kings maybe have a chance. If you want to give the Pelicans a chance, they have the same record.
1: Yeah, they all have the Pelicans, I would say that. The King I mean, but I think the Pelicans are a better team. Do they all have the same chance in my opinion? Yes. Do I think Portland has the edge over all of them because they just have better players on their team? Obviously. But I'm
0: still sticking to my guns. I'm going with the Grizzlies. Yeah, I, I mean think it's, they're it's gonna pretty,
1: be pretty good guns to stick to the favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they then
0: have to beat the nine seed twice or one right. time. Which and also plays
1: into their favor because they only have to win once. Exactly.
0: Any more thoughts on the schedule?
1: I mean, obviously the Sixers have the second easiest schedule, and it's just oh yeah, it. that's fine. <clears> yeah, <throat>
0: so Sixers are pretty much going to move into the five. Have to play Boston and then the Bucks. We might even move to the four. <laughs> See you later, Philadelphia. That was my favorite part of the it's schedule.
1: New Orleans has the easiest schedule. We have the second easiest, and so now
0: field. knowing your feet. Which looks like Celtics, barring anything crazy, I would almost say it was crazy, you don't finish as the five, barring anything crazy, Celtics, Bucks. you think you have any chance at getting past those teams?
1: What? Yes, obviously. (laughs) We'll talk about it in the graphics. Okay.
0: Well, we are going to start off with the What the Hell Internet graphic. As you guys know, this will be posted on Snapback Pod. Instagram tomorrow, or when you're listening on Monday, the question was posed: You get one shot from one of these distances. Do
1: not miss your chance to blow. As opportunity goes, once in a lifetime. Yeah, that.
0: Um, you get one shot, no risk involved. So I think that definitely plays into it. Your options are: you can shoot a layup. If you make it, you get fifty thousand dollars. A free throw for a hundred k. Top of the key, three pointer. So dead on, five hundred k. Wing three pointer. Seven hundred fifty k, and a corner three, Ray Allen for one million dollars. Abe, which are you picking? Bosh,
1: back out to Allen for three.
0: Burn! You're shooting Corn- a corner three.
1: Obviously, no risk involved. A million, a quarter three. I'm automatically a bucket as is. I mean, one from the corner. I mean, I understand the the layup side of it right? No, you don't.
0: No, you don't. You I understand said, it more than shooting a free throw. You said, how much of a lame do you have to be to take a layup? My God. And that is censored. Did I say how much of a lame? <laughs> I censored it for the Well, people. okay.
1: I understand the quick cash in the layup, but one, if you miss that layup, that is way more embarrassing than missing <laughs> that. three. It's not night. even
0: embarrassing. It would be tough to live with yourself. If you took the layup, and then bricked it, hit the bottom of the rim.
1: So the way I look at it is it's either layup or corner three for me. You shoot, you're shoot, you not shooting a free throw when you can shoot a top of the wing three because, in my opinion, equally as good of a chance to go in.
0: That's completely incorrect. I'm like an 80% free throw shooter. Yeah, I don't believe And I'm that. not an 80% three-point shooter.
1: Is $250,000 worth the top of the key versus the wing versus the corner, the difference? Come on. I well, think are you, you going to ask the...
0: me my pick? No. Okay, well, I'm I'm going to tell you anyways.
1: I'm known as the the top-of-the-key
0: three-point specialist, and I will bank in a shot for half a million dollars, and you know that. So that would be my pick, top-of-the-key key So when I
1: knock down that corner three and you run out of your cash, don't come crying to me for a loan.
0: (laughs) I just... I think the... I don't... The one thing I wouldn't put in here is free throw. I don't think that the... 50k boost from layup to free throw like yes even if you're an 80 percent free throw shooter you're probably like a 99 percent open layup shooter so it's just too much of a risk once you're going to the three pointers you then have to take into account your personal ability to shoot threes i can't hit from the corner at least i wouldn't trust myself to top of the key where i have the opportunity if i go long i'm banking it in i like you saw the shooting performance against jamal murray that was all dead on shots that's kind of my thing. Wing, I don't hate. And 250K boost going to the wing, it's probably reasonable. Do you think any NBA guard, what's Ben Simmons doing here?
1: I knew you were going to ask. That. I actually I just good.
0: thought about it. Because I, I was going to say, like, Steph Curry's obviously shooting a corner
1: three. But
0: what's Ben Simmons doing? You think he? T- what's he shoot from the free throw line?
1: I mean, do we want to talk relative? He'll probably shoot a corner three because what's a million dollars to Ben Simmons? Right. And he did nail one against the Knicks. And right. it looked fluid. It like that shot. fluid. It wasn't broken like Markell. Love you, Markell. <laughs> what's Markell shooting? That's more of a question we want to talk about. That is a good question. Uh, um, what's George? you think George Hill would shoot the free throw? You know, he's like a really
0: a free throw shooter. Oh, is he? Yeah, just he oh, missed is he? one there. He missed one He there. missed both, didn't he? No, he made Yeah, oh, they one. were down one at the time? Yeah, he made one. All right, we actually have a bonus what-the-hell internet graphic for the week, um, and it is called Whole New Game. This will also be posted. So this isn't really what-the-hell. It's, you know? it's really we just get to break down what mm-hmm. it is, but it fits into the segment. If we want we're to do what-the-hell, we
1: could talk about Colin Coward's quarterback rankings.
0: Yeah, true. We're picking the number one seed, the number eight seed in both conferences, Western Conference Finals matchup, ECF matchup. Who will be in the finals? Who wins the finals? MVP and who's the champ? Let's keep this quick because we've already told the people how we pretty much feel. We're both in
1: agreement. The Bucks will be the one seed. They're yep. four games up on the Lakers. We both. Oh agree- no, we're
0: doing, it's for each conference. It's oh, each okay. Conference. Let's
1: do these first. We're both in agreement. It'll be the Bucks. We're both in agreement. It'll be the Magic. Magic. Yeah. We are both in agreement. The Western Conference Final matchup. Mm, I don't know if we're in agreement. Actually, wait, this one's tough. So I'm definitely gonna pick the Lakers. The rest of it to me, it matters about the seating because I really want to put a team like Houston in there. We know, <laughs>
0: we know. You just want that, but they're not going to be.
1: I'm gonna pick Houston. The Lakers okay. versus Houston as my Western Conference Finals matchup. Eastern Conference, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sixers Heat.
0: Wow, that was wild. Oh wait, okay. no.
1: Because if the Sixers move to the 5, yeah, we'd beat No, Sixers Raptors because I think we if we go to the 5, we beat the Celtics and then we beat the Bucks. Who will be in the finals, the Lakers or the Sixers? Who will be the finals MVP?
0: Raul Neto. <laughs>
1: it's Howell. Howell Neto. Joel and the Lakers will be the champion. So we'll get the MVP <laughs> and they can have a championship. The Sixers that, are going to be the champions. Oh
0: my! Do you actually believe that, or you're just saying that?
1: Speak it into existence, baby. Like if
0: all right, I'll give you another what the hell scenario. If I gave you a million dollars to put it on the champion, you're betting on the Sixers.
1: I'd probably mix. Um, Can't split it up. Can't, Can't split, split it, it, it up. up.
0: Single bet.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because you're giving it to me. So if I if I lose I don't lose it. fair. But you could
0: also put it on a team like the Bucks and win 3 million if they won. That's no fun. Okay. If uh, I was going
1: to put it on a team not the Sixers I'd obviously put it on the Lakers. Yeah. All
0: right. Who will be the number 1 seed? Bucks, Lakers, who will be the 8? Magic, Grizzlies, Western Conference Finals, Lakers, Clippers, Eastern Conference Finals, Raptors, Bucks. I don't think it's going to be You like that the Raptors too. over the Celtics. I think Oh, are
1: the Celtics the 3? The Celtics are currently the three. The Raptors are the oh, two. Oh, sorry.
0: Okay, I thought they were the four.
1: Who's the four? The Heat? Miami. Oh, interesting. Miami, Miami is two games up on us in Indiana for the four seed.
0: Okay. I actually am still going to stick with the Raptors. I don't think the Celtics are there yet. They're about a year away from me. For
1: Interesting. For me, the, the thing with the Celtics isn't their talent because they, they have guys on their team right. that can go out and give you 20 on any night right. of the week. It's the depth. Right. And it's the lack of interior presence on the team right. that I think Agreed. will screw them over. and
0: I don't think a player like Tatum can handle Siakam for an entire series where he dominates him. Like
1: everyone Pascal agrees, Pascal Siakam dominates Jason Tatum.
0: No, 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 no. Where Tatum, I'm saying I don't think Tatum would dominate Siakam. Like I don't, I don't agree like there. In a th- in three years, wait, you think Tatum? Dominates no, I mean si- I agree with you. I agree right, with you. but in three years, the way that everyone talks about Tatum, they're kind of expecting him to so be, be a top ten. Player exactly. in the NBA, top, top five player, right? And I don't think anyone really expects that of Siakam, even though he's definitely a star. He's definitely a star. Oh, so, Eagleson
1: said Zach Collins will be back, but he doesn't know much about anything other than hockey, so we still don't know about that, Zach. Collins. Take that
0: with a grain of a grain of ice. Uh, Western Conference well, finals. <laughs> it's called Anyways, a grain of salt. I'm making fun of him because he. Uh, oh, okay. Got it? Take that okay, with a grain cool. of syrup. Yeah, got exactly. It. Who will be in the finals? Clippers, Bucks. Finals MVP Giannis champion Bucks. I just think the Bucs Why are good. do you
1: why do you pick the Bucs over the Clippers?
0: Because I don't know if they're gonna be
1: able to stop Giannis this year. So you're taking think, the best player over the best players. Because as a whole, the Clippers have more talent. I think we can both agree on that.
0: Yeah, but not by like a insane amount. I think and insane. I think what happened with Middleton last year, I wouldn't expect that again. Look, if he craps the bet again, then yeah, the Bucks won't win. But I have big expectations for Middleton. So that's actually George my
1: had... – that's actually my – how I feel about the sixers Bucks is how sort of you feel about the Bucks clippers but in a totally different direction. They have the best player, obviously, but mm-hmm. I think we have the more – we have more talent as a whole. Like more talent but I don't invi- consider you individually. guys
0: even – But I don't think you're yeah, even No, I'm close just saying whereas
1: – so I would take the Clippers over the Bucks. Because even though the Bucs have the best player, the Clippers have the best players, like the best individual talent all around. So the same reason I would pick the Sixers over the Bucs, it's the same reason I would pick the Clippers over the Bucs. More Look, talent I... over the best player. Uh, but if you have the Clippers and the Bucs play, they don't have the best player. Clippers <laughs> yes, are the best they do.
0: Giannis is the best player.
1: Kawhi would be the best player on the court.
0: That's not true.
1: Two-time is... finals MVP, that's crazy. A guy's never been to the... Giannis has never been to the... Well, Oh, he did go to the conference finals last year. And they
0: were up 2-0. Like, oh, they were up 2-0. Cr- they have hmm. crazy recency bias against the Bucks because Fred Van Vliet caught the most insane. He turned into freaking Magic Johnson and Steph Curry
1: combined. Do not take away from Kawhi Leonard because Fred Van Vliet had a few good games. No,
0: Kawhi was excellent also. but Kawhi's just- a
1: two-time finals MVP we're talking about. Yeah, There's so. levels to this. He's, not yet. Right. Jan- he's this better is- than Giannis.
0: No, he's not.
1: You would rather have Giannis in the playoffs than Kawhi?
0: One million percent. One. Mi- you think Kawhi Leonard is better than Giannis?
1: hmm No doubt I'm in my mind. i
0: curious when the disrespect on Giannis will stop. Because back-to-back back When theory, he does something. What do you mean when he does something? He, at age 25, was in the conference finals with a 2-0 lead. That's doing
1: something. And Kawhi, what did he do at age 25? He was when not I-
0: the best player on his team, averaging 30 and 15.
1: He and you a, know that. He won last a finals year, MVP.
0: Last year was the first year Kawhi Leonard was the best player on his team.
1: Age twenty five, Kawhi averaged twenty five points a game. And that was after he was finals MVP. Right. So he's way more successful at that age than Giannis was.
0: Because he was in the buck he was he walked through with a ring. He averaged like twelve points per game on that team. Don't play dumb. Don't I'm taking dumb Kawhi like over
1: that. Giannis and I don't think that's that hot of a take.
0: That's, I think that's just, it's not that hot. It's just incorrect. All right, on to Monday mailbag. Uh, the first question is from Jason Wernagreen. What free agent players do you think the top contender should sign before the NBA restart? Uh, Sixers signed it. who? Brokroft? Why have I never it? Sixers signed
1: that? it. a guy that'll hang 30 on you and then do your taxes after. <laughs> um, we got to drop what this guy looks like in a social clip or something. It seems Ryan Brokoff. great shooter. Um, that's really all I got. Okay. Probably won't see the court for us, but yeah.
0: The only teams that are really in the running to sign someone, it feels like for now, unless more players drop out, is the Lakers. And the question is, do they sign J.R. Smith? Do they sign Jamal Crawford? Do they sign uh, Michael Beasley? Had a clip on social media, which was hilarious.
1: If You know, I'm going to actually go find a bunch of kids that I could probably dominate in basketball, like in a schoolyard playground. Get someone to take a great video of HD of me sweating. Yeah, then you, I'm gonna tweet you're it out and say one I'm
0: a, thing: what I'm not good. No, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so dude, I I just, went on a run
1: the other day and I saw just full-on people playing a full game of soccer. Yeah, not like, things good. are happening.
0: Yeah, not not really good. Uh, what players? Do you think top contenders could
1: should? Well, Jr. Sign? signed last week, right?
0: <laughs> that's pretty much what the media made it out to be. I don't know if Jr. makes an impact. I think it actually would be a helpful I, sign. I
1: think it's the right move because it's familiarity with playing with LeBron. But yeah. I don't think any move that's made is significant for these because I kind of Jr. Under-
0: could be helpful. He could get hot for a couple
1: games and and help them. And he could miss. A- a lot, a couple games and really hurt them true it, it's heights but so it's, would
0: rondo you know like it's not like they have it's not like
1: he's taking jr's not away. giving you anything on the other side of the floor though for sure he's not for giving sure. you iq either he's gonna be drunk off hennessy
0: <laughs> he doesn't drink hennessy it's a well-known thing so he says all right next question is from michael whitefield do you think the nba is doing the right thing with letting the players change what they have on their jerseys so last night it was announced that the nba is working with the nba pa to let players oh i didn't uh, know this yeah, to let players change the name on the back Told of the you jersey I went to bed early last night. for social and racial justice. I actually posted a picture of the someone like made designs of like we need change or all these different justice, and I was like, it would be really cool if they made those for the playoffs. Fans could buy them and rock them, and then all that money went to charity. So they're kind of taking a different approach. I don't know if those jerseys will actually be on sale, but they still want to use their platform the best they can. Uh, do I think the NBA is doing the right thing? I don't know. What do you think?
1: I, I just, I, there's, I mean, sure, they're doing the right thing. Does this matter? It would only be significant to me if they did something with it. If they, like you said, they sold the jerseys and, and it went to the right causes. And I saw a, a quote yesterday from Mr. Adam Silver. We're coming back because sports matter in our society. They bring people together when they need it the most. Was oh, that true, Adam Silver? You're coming back for that reason, not for the money. Then donate all the money you make off TV revenue to the Black Lives Matter foundations. Right. If that's why you're coming back, show us. I don't think that's what he's jersey- saying. To switching I hear what the jerseys, to switching the jerseys, switching the jerseys sounds nice. What does it do? What does it do well, for the cause? You want to make a real that- difference? You're making a lot of money off this comeback. Do something sure. with that money.
0: Yes, donating money is the next step. But I am still a big believer that our country has so far to come. And step one really is just awareness. So even just by going names on the back of the jerseys, I don't hate that as the start. So I don't hate that, it
1: either. It's a start. You got to do right. something. But what what is what is some name on some fabric changing? Right. If we want well, a real change, Adam Silver. I mean, look, show us your muscle. I,
0: I'll I'll say this: the imagine a picture of LeBron on stage holding up the Larry O'Brien. He turns around to hand the trophy, and forever there's a picture of Black Lives Matter across his back, right? And that yeah, it'll become is... an o-
1: iconic photo. Exactly. But and, and I how think is that... that progressing change?
0: Because it, it creates conversation
1: and it creates right. awareness. And I think there's a lot of other ways the NBA could go with this, like what yeah, I said.
0: Money solves a lot more, in my opinion, if it's being obviously placed in the right places. So, yes, I think we're in agreement. I just want to give them credit for continuing to work on this. I do think it makes things interesting, like – all right, if a player wears their name, is that is that selfish? Because it's there's a famous quote, it's a famous cliche, like, the name on the front of the jersey means more than the name on the back. And now, are you going to divide players over causes, or are you going to pick as a team? Like, that would make a lot of sense to me, is like, the Celtics were like, okay, we're all going to band together. Kind of like Navy wears that sometimes, where it's like they all say pride on the back. Mm-hmm. That could be a cool movement. I just don't want to... With what we're trying to do and bring everyone together, this does feel like there is always that way that it could divide. So, I think they just got
1: to think it Maybe through. Maybe put the causes on the front of the jerseys. That would be cool, too. Like the Yeah, Boston, I mean, I think the they, I mean, there's, no d- matters. <laughs> there's no doubt that something is going to come of this. The players are going to use their platform. Yeah. I just wish the league would use their platform. Yeah. And their it would be.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, selling, I mean, even... I think I suggested this before. Putting those cutouts, donating all those proceeds to charity, like having brand sponsor and all Speaking that. Speaking of
1: s- which, I saw a few things. Yeah, we got to find out how much one of those seats. NFL, cost. NFL ones. Is that was it? Yeah, it was, NFL. It was NFL. They're yeah.
0: selling the lower level, and they'll tarp off
1: some seats and put your logo. On. Yeah, I think we need a snapback
0: one. Snapback Sports Times Baby Goat will be at M&T. Two.
1: I also found out from the nba that they're going to start experimenting with different camera angles and it's going to be a very unique uh mm-hmm. 2K viewing view. experience.
0: they're going to K view.
1: here's a here's a word of advice nba don't do it <laughs> every time like college and march madness tries to get cute with a camera view it always sucks every time the nfl tries to get cute with a camera view you remember how they had this year the um on a kickoff return they actually had the sky view camera yeah. follow. that That's was sick no, oh, that was stop. sick. Stop. That was
0: sick for the – when they have the one guy who returns it all the way and it follows him, that
1: was sick. So, yeah, it's for that whenever happens. But we're, right. I'm telling you, we're going to start seeing, like, floor views from, like, half court of uh, – Eagleson, where'd you go, buddy?
0: <laughs> he left us.
1: But, um, yeah, here's a word of advice, NBA. Less is more.
0: Less is more. Less is more. All right, on to the last question of Monday's mailbag. This is a great one from Patty McHugh. Would you rather sit in the lower bowl and watch your favorite pro team, so Knicks, Ravens, Eagles, Sixers, win a championship, Phillies. or sit sit in the student section and watch your college team, Texas, Penn State, win a college national championship? I think we're in disagreement here. Abe. Yeah. What do you got? For
1: me, it doesn't matter whatsoever about where the seat is. It totally matters that I didn't become a Penn State fan until I went there in 2014 Mm -hmm. and even now I make fun of them more than I support them you know what I mean it's one of those because I know we're not realistically going to win the college football playoff championship we will Um, but I've been a Sixers and Eagles diehard since I was born and since I started loving sports it has nothing to do about where I'm sitting I would just much rather the Eagles and the Sixers win a title than Penn State win a national championship what am I going to go to a parade and bumblefuck PA and down College Avenue when Penn State wins and have some Chipotle for lunch? No, I'm taking the Eagles and the Sixers any day of the week.
0: All right, I think the way I visualize this question being asked leads me to the college choice. Number one, I was a Texas fan since you know mm. I was a, I was a child. You were a so.
1: Michigan fan?
0: No, but I was really a Texas fan. I would I would since move what from Michigan since 2005. I would I remember games where I was sitting are in the living room on the ground at 2 a.m. Texas, Ohio State, to- Tostitos Bowl. I know it's Tostitos because I saw the commercial a million times. I was listening on volume one because my entire family was asleep, and I'm going crazy throughout the game literally by myself. So it- it's run deep, that, that burn orange. But I picked college because the way I looked at it was if I'm sitting in the student section, that means I'm in college. And what makes a college championship special is you only have a four-year window, right? You have the rest of time to get an Eagles and Sixers. But winning a championship in college with all your college friends sitting in the student section with thousands of other college friends around you, that would be the peak for me. Because you have that four-year window and I like Texas football winning a title would be nuts. The party in Austin or whatever city we're in. Would also be nuts, and I just have the rest of my lifetime to watch the Ravens
1: win a championship. As you're for telling the me, Knicks, you're not capitalizing on the Knicks right I, when you can. I, I <laughs> He's say, handing you a Knicks championship. That's what right I was going to
0: say. The one contingency is if you're telling me you're giving me a Knicks title, then that's that could make the conversation. Your grandkids'
1: kids aren't going to see a Knicks title.
0: Exactly. So I'm going Texas college football championship. Sitting in the student section. And then number two would be sit, low down, Super Bowl. As a matter of
1: fact, I don't even want Penn State to win a title unless James Franklin is not there anymore. (laughs) You just, it just, the hate runs deep. Like, I would much rather not win a championship than win one with him getting the the praise for it.
0: Yeah. I I guess if your hatred towards James Franklin is that strong, then so be it. Alright, fam, so we teased it at the beginning of the episode. And viewer
1: discretion is advised. Yeah,
0: viewer discretion is advised. It's gonna get graphic and uncomfortable. You so want a bat lead off? If you're under the age of just not hearing about pants. stories of pooping ourselves, which is actually kinda of sad, like how often it's occurred. Like you I'm have not, two on your resume. Yeah, I'm not a I'm definitely not a one time offender.
1: I am. But it was a bad it was bad.
0: Yeah, so Abe and I are going to give you story time on the times we've pooped ourselves. Number one, we'll make it quick. I was like eight years old. I think
1: we were were nine. You just like, you didn't get there in time.
0: Right. We were at summer camp. Counselor wouldn't let me go to the bathroom in the middle of the meal. He said, wait till the end. I said, okay. Lunch is done. Run back to the cabin. Holding in my pee for just 30 minutes at this point. Had to go. And you know that feeling when you pee. You relax everything in your body. And I just got a little too relaxed. The funny part of the story is the way our camp bathrooms were set up, we had this thing called dry deck. So there were these little squares on the bathroom floor. Oh, my gosh. And they kind of got lodged in there. So I did, I then – this is the funny part about being nine. You don't want to own up to your mistakes. So I just went to the pool for pool time, and my counselor came and got me and said, Hey, Jack, I think you you got to clean something up. So – I used the dustpan to scoop the poop out of the little dry deck squares. And that was my first and only poop story until recently. But I'll let you go with your story. Mine's a
1: little long. Um, So we're talking a little over a year ago in May. It was actually before game five of the Sixers Raptors because I remember just not even being able to focus on the game. I was so (laughs) distraught. Um, I was training for a Tough Mudder. So I was trying to get myself in running shape. And I went on a run. It was after work or something. And around like mile four or five, I start getting some stomach cramps. Like, that's normal when you go on a run. Mm-hmm. Then it started really getting bad. I'm so like, all right, I got to go home. So I'm like jogging back to my apartment. I get close to the point where it start Like, I can't even walk. It's that bad. I get to my apartment door. Like at this point, I'm like, mm, okay, I need to get in. I don't have my key because I didn't want to run, I don't run with my key and it's so easy to just get let into the building by somebody which probably isn't the safest thing. But um so I didn't have my key and usually someone comes right away. Obviously when I have to poop, no one's coming. So I'm standing in my lobby and then really having to go like just freaking out, absolutely freaking out and then it finally hits where it's like okay, this is happening whether I get to a toilet or not, there's nothing I can do about it. So I start going to full panic mode, looking. It happens, um, and for those who have pooped their pants before, it's usually not solid. <laughs> this is so gross. <laughs> so I actually have a photo. We can we can Instagram it out of some some remains of the on the apartment lobby floor. So I run outside. No one's coming. I take my shirt off. It's going down my leg and stuff like that. I take my shirt off. I I I dry off my cleaned my leg off with the shirt and i'm now holding a shirt full of poop and finally someone comes to open the door i sprint in and then i, I hit the elevator I and go someone
0: up. so for the for the listeners someone's coming out of the apartment so abe's running in so it shirtless wasn't a big in panic deal.
1: mode holding a shirt with poop in it right um so i then hit the elevator button and I'm waiting for the elevator, but I peer along the side so anyone that comes in doesn't see me. I'm standing there with my shirt like this. Finally, an elevator opens. I run in there, the elevator shutting, and just as the elevator's shutting, someone puts their hand in to get in the elevator with me. So let me paint a little picture for you now. I'm on the fourth floor. Not that far up, but I'm standing in a maybe four-by-five-foot elevator, a small elevator, with a shirt covered in poop with poop in my I had Lululemon shorts with the lining I'm getting nauseous I'm, there's poop in my pants and I'm just standing there smell so bad with someone I get out of the elevator I run into my apartment my roommate's on a call for work and he like mutes his call and goes what's wrong with you and I yell we can bleep this out because it's pretty graphic I just fucking shit myself that's what happened I get. I finally go to the bathroom. I clean off. I keep going more, and then it was just like one of the more demoralizing experiences of my life because I had to go back down to the apartment lobby and see little drops of poop on them. <laughs> and then I don't know if this is coincidence or not. We get an email like four, four days later. Like this is a this is a Wednesday or something, and we get an email like on Sunday or Monday of the next week. Hey, we will be cleaning the apartment floors and the lobby carpet. Uh oh, meanwhile there are cameras. Totally, if someone's watching the cameras, mm-hmm. they totally saw me. Um we will be cleaning the apartment lobby carpet floors. And I'm just like, like did they catch me? Like as other cops going to call them? like w- what is the crime for shitting yourself in public?
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's a crime.
1: Shitting yourself in public and not telling anyone about it. But uh yeah, that was as a 23-year-old person. I I pooped my pants. You want to hear a story about I peed in my pants um, many times? Eagleson, just back in time. Um, I was, it was just I was on my way back from the gym at school, and I was in traffic, and I was on a road where there were a bunch of speed bumps, and it was like really happening. So I started going a little bit actually in my car, and then I just pulled over the side of the road and just peed on the road. But there was there was pee in my car. Oh, I was like a junior in college. I was I was a junior in college, living in the house. Okay,
0: yeah. So I sober both times, dead sober i made fun of abe a lot because like who does that like who has an accident on themselves not intoxicated like i know some people pee their bed i'm not one of those people but and my incident was when i was eight so i was like that's a joke and then you guys know that we did a little snapback experience down in philly we did the philly vlog for Eagles Cowboys week 16 good times remember live sports and emotions Great i haven't felt i haven't felt an emotion in years
1: i was actually like watching that video i forget like the other week that eagles cowboys game like yeah i was so hyped cuz we won it was such a shitty game
0: it was so bad i don't <laughs> it was like what 16-9 was, or something was,
1: like that it was the worst game ever <sighs> it was even bad. when
0: dallas was driving to tie the game and they crossed half field. They never even picked up another first down. And then dope. it was like fourth and Speaking 22. of which I didn't even know I'm somewhere in this old thing. Yeah, Super Bowl Champs. That is And old. I
1: just found my Mum has this on her desk. She People doesn't know the aren't first
0: thing. You have to remind that. Well, them I'm just showing end.
1: you. It's a Eagles fidget spinner. My mum couldn't tell you the first thing about sports. Alright, so my poop story anyways,
0: week sixteen. I'm just gonna tell you. We go to the game I don't think I had anything crazy to eat. We were drinking a little. We were drinking a fingers, lot. maybe. Yeah, we were drinking. We actually met up with some Snapback fam at halftime. That was lit. I think he actually predict he predicted Miles Sanders two touchdowns. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the walk home, I just like I had a train to make. I thought you know we we didn't really need to stop. It was and a then- hike. It was a hike yeah it was like a 30 minute walk probably and that plus oh plus we took the train and there was a ton of traffic and i was like should i stop at the starbucks so i stopped there's like a five person line so i'm like whatever i'll make it i can't wait 20 minutes i'll miss she my thought. train and then i got stuck in no man's land and no man's land is
1: like outside it's, your, it's that of, panic mode it's the panic when you go into panic and you know what's happening
0: right but This was an area within Philly where we weren't in downtown anymore where I could drop into a store or restaurant, and we weren't anywhere where we knew anyone to like jump into their apartment. So, uh, some person just
1: unfortunately outside of their garage has on the brick wall. (laughs) I, dude, I could I moved out of my apartment since, but I could go point you to the exact spot. (laughs) I like walked past it to go to Trader Joe's like once a week,
0: yeah. So, I ran, I. I mean, it was a clean get-off, and then obviously there's some remnants. I threw those undies out in Abe's, um, in his trash can, which he took out. And then I sprinted to the train, or took an Uber to the train, made the train by like 10 minutes. But I had to sit on that train, bare naked, just thinking about what happened. And after you poop yourself, you just have like an uncomfortable aura around you.
1: Dude, I was supposed to be so excited for Sixers-Raptors Game 5, and I literally couldn't even concentrate. <laughs> we blew them out, thankfully, but I couldn't You guys were e- up 3-2. Uh, or that it made it 3-2. I forget. I don't know.
0: Anyways. Don't poop yeah, your pants. Those are our stories. You've you guys know, been
1: asking. Someone put out a meme. Um, You're right. It took LeBron to ask me to tell the story, yes. which... All right, we shit ourselves. Sue us. Yeah, yeah.
0: Grow up. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't pooped yourself, watch Billy Madison. It's kind of it's like pee your pants. It's the, I know, I know. It's the cool thing to do. We took it to the next level. If you your pants you enjoyed cool, story consider time. me Miles Davis. <laughs> if you enjoyed story time, or if you enjoy the pod, hit subscribe, leave us a review. Snapback fam, we're gonna make some big changes. We keep teasing them; they're coming up very soon. So stay tuned for all that. Abe, any last words?
1: We shouldn't have ended on that subject because now it's just I'm going back to it. <laughs> it's <a> dark time.
0: <laughs> Snapback fam. Much Thursday. love. Peace.